Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 82 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is Your High Ticket sales identity. So I was recently speaking to a former Reiki student of mine, and it made me think of basically every journeypreneur out there, (laughs) uh, our relationship with money. So by the way, Diego, if you're listening in, this one's for you, brother. So I want to thank him for bringing up this conversation. So he was sharing about his new position uh, being in real estate, and he used to have a background in massage. So I totally understand. There's a bit of like a uh, identity shift that he's going through, and he's kind of coming in on the tail end of, which is really great. Uh, but for me, I remember pivoting at first from being an employee to being an entrepreneur. That was an identity shift for me. And then pivoting from being a Reiki master um, to being the world's first business Reiki master. That was another identity shift, Um, really like a paradigm shift for me personally. So just, you know, I was providing a uh, ear to listen to what's coming up for him recently. And it had been some time since he and I connected. It was so good to hear his voice. He was sharing about how he really loves uh, being in real estate now, but there's the only part that he doesn't love so much is the sales. And I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with the sales part? And he basically said that he doesn't want to feel like, um, he doesn't want to be like a slimy car salesman when it's time to ask for the sale. Like that's the only part. He loves being able to help people. He loves serving his clients and just being able to protect them and make sure that all of their interests are being like taken care of which is awesome he's amazing like he has such beautiful energy he really does and at the same time when he goes to talk about the money there's this kind of oh how do we even say like this sort of fearful or hesitant or choked up emotion that starts to come when he's talking about money because there's a shame around asking for money and he, he specifically said, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be like a slimy car salesman. And holy cow. <laughs> like, I, I remember this was all at first happening in text. I was like, no, 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 we need to talk. Like, this is crazy. There's, there's no such... Like, if you are serving people from your heart, there's no slime involved. In fact, it's the complete opposite. Sales is a sacred process of healing, right? And being able to, to, to be the protector of this person who's going from their before to their after, from being without the thing 
that they want or need to being with the thing that they want or need. Is This is a very powerful process. It's a beautiful healing sacred process. And so we got on the phone and I was listening to him and he was just sharing how passionate he is for the the people that he serves and just being able to pick up on things in houses that, you know, maybe they wouldn't have been able to see and he would encourage them like, okay, this is a good house or no, actually this listing looks like it needs more work. So just his educated eye providing that, protecting them. It was so beautiful to hear him sharing about that, but also owning that there's this trepidation or this kind of choking up around the speaking about the money and being comfortable asking for the sale, right? And so I told him a few stories um, that really helped me in my transition, being open to receiving higher-end sales. Like last week, I had a $25,000 week, and that was the first time it happened, but it only happened because I was okay with receiving that much money for what I what I do, the value that I do in the world, being able to sit with someone and go through the sales conversation in a beautiful, grounded, like, full of ease and grace. Not at all like, oh, I got to get this money. No, not. I mean, sure, I could always use more money. I, I do awesome stuff with it. I help a lot of people when I am able to receive money. But at the same time, there was no feeling of desperation. And I remember one of the stories that I was telling him, and this might serve you, was how I remember experiences where I would go to someone's evening talk. And this is before I was able to really shift my energy. And then they would start to pivot into the sale and I would just get so angry. I'm like, I can't freaking believe that this person's turning this into a sell like like they're trying to sell me right now what the heck is going on here uh this is so frustrating blah, 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 blah. i would get like literally vehemently angry i just wasted my time to come up here this person trying to sell me and then i've also had the experience of going to an event where i'm like i already know ahead of time this person is really good at sales. I'm thinking of my mentor right now, Russell Brunson. Like, this guy, like, he's probably going to do an upsell. And I'm just curious, what is he going to do? And when he went into his upsell process, it was just the most, like, exciting and kid in a candy store. And the, the crowd was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's going to sell that. Oh, this is so good. It was one thing after another of, like, increasing and increasing excitement. And that was a totally different experience. And then I think of one of my former mentors, uh, Ingrid Arno, when she goes into her upsell process, it's literally like she straps on the most fabulous, like, gold and diamond encrusted, like, thigh-high boots with the, the spiked heel and proceeds to kick your butt with it. In all the space, you're like, oh, God, she knew that. Oh, no, that was so good. Oh, God. So that's a, <laughs> it's a very different experience. And then even more so, uh, I think of Christopher Campbell, who's the like the car sales angel that has put me into the car that I'm actually driving right now and the one 
before it where he is just the most loving, kind, gentle, present, and he was basically like my guardian the whole time. I'm like, all right, Victoria, so here's here's what you need to do. What do you want? You want this? Okay. And how much do you want it for? You want it for that? Okay, no problem. So when we go to the dealer, this is what's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. If they try to tell you, da-da-da, don't take it because this is what the blah, blah, blah. Like he was totally grounded and strategic and with me every single step of the way because I was like, oh my God. I'm, well, I remember with my first car that I got with him, this is the first time I ever got a car. It was terrifying as a woman. But to have Chris on my side, I felt like I had this wonderful guardian angel watching over me in the process. And so uh, I shared all of those examples with Diego on the other side of the phone and I said, okay, listen. Each and every one of these people have a different high-ticket sales personality. So if we think of Russell, he's like Peter Pan kid in a candy store when it comes to high-ticket sales. And, and so there's that. His, that's his unique identity. And then with Ingrid, Ingrid Arner, her high-ticket sales identity is like fire goddess, like change your life, kick your butt in the, all the spots that you wanted her to. <laughs> That's her high ticket sales identity. And then even more different was Chris, who's just like this grounded, gentle, protective guardian angel for high ticket sales. And what they all have in common is that every single one of them, their high ticket sales identity was just more of who they already are. It was more of who they already are. So it's as if Russell or Ingrid or Chris had permission to go all in being the biggest version of themselves to, to help like whoever they're serving, right, by, by selling whatever they're selling, to, to help them at the highest level. And so for me personally, and I'm sharing all of this to him so he can really soak it in and kind of choose his own, right, high ticket sales identity. And I'm sharing this with you so that you can ch choose your own, right? For me, I found that when I'm really step into it, when, um, and I was actually, when I was speaking to him on the phone, it, I was fresh off another like high ticket close like for another 10,000 that, um, that day in particular. So when, when I'm having that conversation, I am so grounded and I'm in my healer presence. Like I am deep into my role as the person who is the earth beneath whoever is going through this transition from their before to their after, right? Or to being from being without the thing that they need to being with it. I, I am the earth beneath them. And it, I also step more into my advocate for that person's transformation. That's my high ticket sales personality. And so Diego was listening in the whole time. And he was like, you know, I never, ever thought of, of it that way. Because right? I was explaining, like, this is a sacred, sacred healing process. Like, I've, I've become even more of a healer when I go into uh, a sales conversation. And for him, he never thought of it as sacred. He just would always have that image of the slimy salesperson. Which is really unfortunate because Diego's a natural healer. Like, I mean, he's one of the wonderful people that I got to train in Reiki. Um, so... 
hearing all those different personalities, for him in particular, he identified the most with Chris... Chris's identity of like being the guardian and so Diego started even starting to tell stories of like how he you know would protect some of his prospects from different houses or how he wants to pour out his heart to when he's going to speak in front of the um uh, gathering of police officers next like and the more that he started speaking into that identity like having permission to really step into that high-ticket sales identity, the more actually warm and emotional he started to feel. Like, in a positive way. Like, oh my gosh, like, I feel even more, um, more touched uh, by this process. So I just wanted to share this story with everyone because what could be your high-ticket sales um, identity. Could it be that you're the fire goddess or you're the kid in the candy store or perhaps you're more of the guardian or maybe you're that like grounded advocate? I'd be curious to hear what your version of a, your high ticket sales identity could be something altogether different. So, by the way, if this is your first podcast episode, leave us a five-star review here on iTunes. Welcome, welcome. And make sure you put in the comments section, what was your favorite takeaway from episode 82? Or even put in there, what's your high-ticket sales identity? And I hope this serves. Um, sending you so much love. And please remember, enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Mwah! Bye for now. <laughs>